Welcome back to the latest Enjoy show. Uh, we're going to move into the world of football because over the week, well, last week, obviously, it was the Europa League final, Champions League final, and this week, it's also the European qualifiers for Euro 2020 and the Nations League semi-final and finals are going down. But, uh, Ross, we may as well start off. Chelsea, I know the Europa League champions after beating Arsenal 4-1 last week. Ross, what you make of the game, man? Um, first of all, all the action came from the second half. Yeah. Um, that is so true, by the way. Yeah, all five goals came in the second half. It was absolutely insane how easy Chelsea just dismantled Arsenal in the second half. Uh, it was, wasn't it? it? Was, we, we predicted three... What was it? Three... No, hold on. I think that was the final. I think we're saying 2-1... To Arsenal. I think we both we both thought Arsenal would win. Yeah. Very well, us like, doing a sports show and getting it wrong. Typical Arsenal fashion, like they were like they were spineless, they were zero resistance. Chelsea just went in there and hammered them in the second half. They did. Uh, I sort of look at Arsenal and go, where do they go from here? Um they yeah. also lost to a Chelsea team that seems to be all over the place, like with the manager as well. And Hazard. And Hazard's leaving, so I suppose it was his last game. He scored two goals. He was sort of the difference between the two teams, wasn't he? He really was, man. He really was. Yeah. He must have been like, right, this is my last game. I'm going to go all out. Watching the game itself, it looked like that friendly that they had over in Singapore. Remember, Chelsea took on Arsenal in Singapore. It was just... The stadium, it wasn't even filled. It was also like... there was Having that two weeks off from their last previous game, like that didn't help at all, you know? Yeah. Also, like... Terrible atmosphere because it was in Azerbaijan as well. Yeah. I doubt they'll be going there again anytime soon. No, they won't be going to Azerbaijan anytime soon. Um, All right. Yeah. So, I think, for me... (laughs) (laughs) All right, Dick. uh, Dad's looking for his car keys. He can't find Dick, do you want to say hello? You may as well say hello, Dick. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm saying hello. I need my keys. But I can't find his car keys in very him fashion. I don't think they're in here. I think they were in here. We would have found them. Sorry. You definitely You're fine. Had. Don't worry about it. Ross, you definitely hadn't. You're hiding. But uh, that, that was that was my dad for the first time ever introduced to the show. Um, <laughs> Chelsea Arsenal. Is that where <laughs> Yeah, so here. By the way, I totally forgot that, that Arsenal losing this. They're out. They're not even in the Champions League next year. Yeah, they're in the Europa League now, weren't they? Yeah. So like they actually had something to fight for, and Chelsea didn't really. Yeah, that's what made. Win the Europa League. That's what made it even weirder. But like here, the thing is, right after that game, watching Arsenal fan TV and watching Mr. DT, so annoyed. Like I, I couldn't help but laugh. But it was like I understand his hurt because like being a United fan, I was just like, oh, that is just such a like. The I passion. was actually in the car with Jade watching Arsenal fan TV, and I was <laughs> explaining to her how all the fan channels work because her little brother is a massive Liverpool fan. I was like, oh, they have Redman TV Lucky and Arsenal him. have Arsenal fan TV. I think Chelsea have like Blue Line TV or something like that. I was like, you know, they're so big. They have two channels. Yeah. They have the Annoyed Stand and Full Time Devils. Yeah. And I explained to her and she was like, no way. And I was like, oh, this is what your brother watches on YouTube. Because he's like, he's telling me you watch on YouTube. Yeah. And I was like, Arsenal have the most fans on their channel because they're, cause they lose. The more your team loses, the more fans your channel has because yeah. everyone else follows them. Yeah. Which I think is hilarious. Yeah. Uh, but all those guys go to every single game. Like, they're such actually great fans to have. But Yeah, but, but they are getting, like, funded through. Like, it's, like, basically the job. You know I mean? Yeah, oh, 100%. Yeah. But, yeah, but you go to Azerbaijan and all that is serious effort. 
Oh, no, it is, yeah. Although, like, imagine being paid to go to every United match. It's not that bad, you know? No, no. <laughs> well, it would be at the moment. <laughs> oh, it would be at the moment, yeah. But uh, your man DT is like, some, what's this? Someone goes, goes, how many games have you been to this year, man? And he's like, fuck off, I've been all games. I was yeah. like, Jesus, man. Yeah. It, it's, a, it's a real strange thing, Arsenal fan TV, isn't it? The way yeah. um, they're, they're making a living off sort of like... T- like their team doing shit. Yeah. The worse their team does, the better their channel does. Yeah. Your man Claude... The elf, he left the show because of that. I he can't really like, him. He was yeah. like, oh, he was like, this is a disgrace. You're making money off our club doing shit. Yeah. Um, there's something there's something I don't, like, I wouldn't be that proud of Manchester United fans if they were, like, doing the same sort of thing. It's, it's you know what I mean? Like, DT knows what he's doing. He knows he's trying to get them views and stuff. And uh, there's just something about it that is just a bit selling the soul a bit. A bit insincere, is it? I don't know. He's sort of putting it on. He knows. On his own YouTube, he made his own YouTube channel. He has like over like 200,000 followers. And he, Already? And his, yeah. Well, man. He's the, he's the main... He's the only video yeah, I really look, I, I look at the United ones and like... I think everyone's close to 100 and that's about it. All yeah. like the individual United... Yeah, but in his bio, it's like the most followed fan in online football. Like YouTube oh, channel. That? Yeah. DT's, DT's is, yeah. You'd wonder well, if like... I'm not surprised. Like, you'd wonder, you'd wonder if Arsenal did well, what would happen to his channel, you know? Yeah, 100%. Uh, people stop watching. Yeah. So, uh, Chelsea 141. What yeah. are you one What are you expecting from Chelsea now? Do you think, where do you think Hazard's going to go? He said, he's, he said it's good boys. Sarri is supposedly leaving now as well. He's straight off the Real Madrid, to be honest. Uh, it seems almost like a done deal. I think they're just waiting to finalise yeah. the money side of things. Uh, Chelsea have sort of accepted he's going. Chelsea are in big trouble now because they have a transfer ban. So, it's going to be interesting to see how they line up next year, who they're going to sell, who they're going to keep. But I think it's going to be the first time Chelsea are going to have to use that army of players they have out on loan yeah. and recall a few of them back. Yeah. Um, it's very important for them to keep now the likes of Hudson-Odoi, uh, Ruben Loftus-Cheek was going to have to have a big year Kante. this year. Come back, Kante. Um, Kovacic won't be there either. He won't. They might be able to get him on loan again. Yeah, maybe. Can they still loan players, can they? I hope for their sake they can't. Uh, who knows, man. Uh, but but uh, do you think Sarri will leave? I think he will, to be honest. Uh, that Juventus job is after coming available as well. And if Juventus want him, that'd be extraordinarily tempting for him. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Although, like, would you hire Sarri? Like, is he? He's not just throwing straps on the sideline the whole time. Like, that's not who I'd want to charge. It's a bit of passion, though, man. You know, it's a bit of like he cares. Like, I know think he about cares, one, one like, season. He's gotten the two finals, won one, and then gotten third in the Premier League after all he's been through. Like, it's quite impressive. If you look at that way. It's actually not bad. I think it's yeah. more so like. I feel, I feel like the media have portrayed him to do a much worse job than he has. Would that be fair to say, would it? Yeah. yeah. And what about Emery? Where, what's he going to do with Arsenal? Yeah, that's where we're going to get to. Arsenal. I feel no like Champions I feel, League. They have, to, they have to give him a budget. I think that's that's the main thing. Supposing now they're only going to get 45 million. And then if what, you spend in the summer? Yeah. Um, 45 million. They're in the Europa League. Um, basically, no player is worth over like 50 million. Re- like maybe a, a Bamiyang. You know it's um, sort of weird, right? If you look at Arsenal's team and look at Wolves' team, whose team do you actually think is actually better? Because I think it's tight enough. It is tight enough. It, it, I see Wolves as a bit like Liverpool. Like, the, just their their core of, like, how they play is so much better than, like, Arsenal are better all over the place. Whereas, like, yeah. they have like they have a perfect flow. No, I, I, I think you have that perfect nail on. Wolves play the same football regardless of what 11 men are on the pitch. Yeah. And Liverpool do the same thing. Exactly, yeah. I feel like a lot of the other top teams... Arsenal, Chelsea, United, they don't. 
and I think it's always a telltale sign when you see teams like Man United change information depending on what team they're coming up against. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't no. think any team should really do that. Unless you're like down the bottom half and trying to avoid relegation. Yeah. yeah you're, you're almost taking a knee. But uh, it, what would you do with Arsenal now, man, in the summer? Like, like Ozil, people are going mad about Ozil. This is going to be a third year in a row, Arsenal, in the Europa League. They're a very similar situation to Man United. Let's drop a lot of dead weight. Um, if, I was, if I was looking at Arsenal... Um, I probably saw Bellerin. He's been there too too long, and like he seems to be quite negative in the dressing room. Uh, Granite Jacka, I chop him straight away. Um, maybe move Koscielny on. He's getting a bit older. I know he's club captain, but you have to look at those players. They already lost Ramsey. Like he was a terrible loss. Yeah, and I, get, I have to get rid of Ozil. He just has to go. He's on too much money. He's lazy. He's not when you want in the middle of your club. Arsenal almost bowed down taking him off with like 20 minutes to go. It was just like, you're taking off the highest paid player. That's a bit crazy. For a 19-year-old called Joe Wilcox. Yeah. But uh, fair play to Chelsea. Finished the, le- the league off strong. Very important. And then Arsenal finished it off terribly. But um, the Champions League. The Champions League final. Uh, Liverpool won 2-0 against Tottenham over the weekend. Um, I think it, I think it's fairly obvious to say the most eventful thing from this match was when Vitaly's girlfriend ran on the pitch streaking yeah that was absolutely lunacy also yeah. the fact that she ended up on TV because most times streakers like they don't get on TV but yeah. she ran like directly in the middle of the pitch yeah. Do you know she, she knew exactly what she was doing didn't she yeah well she's seen Vitaly has done that in like uh, the World Cup final the baseball final the NBA finals the NFL finals like he's done it he's done it everywhere so uh, that's hilarious he was also in the stadium but she actually went up over she got an extra like over 2 million followers on Instagram and then like her account was then hacked and, de- and deleted. But like, uh, that's crazy, That's crazy, isn't it? She's going to sell so many T-Winers. Yeah, man. She swore it. Vitaly has like 10 million subscribers on YouTube. It's just, yeah. uh, can't wait for that video to come out, by the way. But uh, Ross, 2-0. It was, uh, I felt like the game was ruined a bit. Well, not really for Liverpool fans. After two minutes, uh, Mohamed Sissoko gave away gave away a penalty, and then the game just sort of like died out a bit. Then and the, un- yeah. until a re- until the streaker, and then again when Origi scored a great finish with three minutes to go. Yeah, well, I, I was looking at just thinking Spurs were having sort of shots from twenty yards out, twenty five yards out. Yeah, never each ha- troubled Allison. Uh, there was one or two moments where I thought they had a break going. They didn't play the right balls. Um, I didn't really see I couldn't believe they didn't bring Lucas Moore on till after the 60th minute like he scored a hat-trick in the yeah. in the semi-final I thought he should have started to be honest Yeah, that's what, uh, that's what I said to my dad why did even Sissoko play why yeah. does Sissoko play and he goes well he played well in the semis and I was like yeah but like Lucas Moore got a hat-trick in the semis you know oh, I would have started Sissoko over Harry Winks I think Harry Winks should have been the person who missed out I think it should have been Sissoko and Eriksen midfield and then they played Son, Deli Ali and um, Mora with Kane up top. I think. I think maybe. Uh, I don't know if to agree with you or not because like Winks is sort of a fellow who connects the forwards to the backs, and he's actually been doing all right. He was out injured leading up to it as well, so maybe that was a bit of a gamble. It just didn't seem like anyone really showed up. I think they, they felt a bit deflated after the giving away the penalty, and then also like Eriksson didn't step up, Deli Ali didn't step up, Harry Kane obviously didn't wasn't fit fit. Well, you know I mean? for me, I was just looking to go, who's going to win you the game, Lucas Moore or Harry Winks? And I go, Lucas Moore. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, I suppose they probably shouldn't have played Sogo after you giving a handball after yeah, exactly. after two minutes. But yeah, exactly, yeah. That's, that's the way it worked out. 
Uh, look, Liverpool deserved to win. Everyone thought they, they were going to win going into the game. They we were said, a better team. We said 3-1 going into the game. It yeah. was 2-0. 2-0. Liverpool by two goals. Yeah. Yeah. For, uh, so. well, massive shout out to Liverpool winning that. Like, um, And you know what? I was happy for Mo Salah to score the penalty just because of what happened to him last year's Champions League final. Yeah. Those Liverpool fans are something else, aren't they? Um, yeah, they're the best fans in the world. And I hate saying that, but they're really hard. Like, they travelled in such force. They did, didn't they? Yeah. There was like 50,000 fans over at that game. And like two lads I work went over the game and it was just incredible. Yeah. When they sing uh, You'll Never Walk Alone, it's it's a different animal, isn't it? It is, isn't it? It, it actually it, is. It sends a chill down your spine. You're like, yeah. oh. And like here, sitting here being United fans, you're like, oh my no. God, you know what I mean? In terms of, of terms of being like an actual football fan, that is like the pinnacle of what that sport means. Yeah. When they beat Barcelona, I felt like that was it. Yeah. What do you think of Liverpool overall? Because like, are they the best team in the world? Because I don't see any of their players and be like, they are like total world-class. Bar like Van Dijk, maybe Alisson in a couple of years' time. Uh, Salah, yeah, maybe a bit of Mane. But like, I feel like whoever they take out of that team and put in is just going to do just as good. As we said earlier, the flow of the side yeah. is just... Uh, they have embedded what's going on. It's 4-3-3. The, way, the full-backs go up and cross in. The midfielders like are like in a beehive. And then the, the three attackers just cause chaos so whoever is replacing whoever they just know what job they're doing you know what i mean well for me it starts from the back for uh, from the back and then it moves the whole way forward they have such confidence now after buying allison and van dyke yeah that the rest of the team can do that press forward alexander arnold i think got something like nine assists in the league this year yeah. and andy robertson i personally think is the best left back in the world yeah uh has really sort of come along alongside van dyke uh, who knows Liverpool are going to probably strengthen in the summer and that's probably one position they might look at being like you know what Delict would be brilliant for them to win. Uh, how uh, much money are you expecting that they'd spend I think they're probably going to spend 120 million I'd say in the summer they'll probably buy two players if not three players for that amount their midfield is like such an engine as well yeah. the players never stop Henderson Milner Fabinho I know Keita was injured when Yaldum, who's ever on, like, they're just working so, so hard for the yeah. team. They're probably, like, the unsung heroes of the team. They're a band of brothers, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, they really are. Yeah. And then, like, Mane is absolutely electric when he gets in behind you. Salah is, like, he's got it all. He, he's, he's like the Messi of English football. And then Firmino actually links them up so well together. But I felt like he's probably been the lesser of the three this season. Yeah. yeah and then Argy's, like... Mr. Champions League. Yeah. He, supposedly he only had three shots in the Champions League and scored all three of them. Uh, yeah, but that's all you need. Hashtag clutch. That is clutch. He's he's like uh, their Golden State Warriors, Steph Curry. No, Kevin Durant, sorry. Kevin Durant. He's the one who does in the playoffs. Yeah, exactly, yeah. But uh, fair play to Liverpool. Fair play to Liverpool, man, you know. Yeah. They were brilliant. They were. But uh, this week, the Euro 2020 qualifiers go down. Uh, Ireland are back in action. And they are taking on Denmark away on Friday. That's at 7.45. And then they play Gibraltar at home in the Aviva Stadium on Monday at 7.45. Viva in the Aviva. Unfortunately, Shane Long's out. But uh, let's see what they can do, man. Cause, uh, well, they're playing Gibraltar, so they should win 2 or 3 nil anyway. No, well, the first game against Denmark. You know what I mean? Oh, no, well, that's, that's a different grave. That is a different uh, grave. Hopefully, Christian Eriksen's like, tired and won't play. Exactly, yeah. Because he gave us a very hard time the last time we had an important game against Denmark yeah yeah he got a hat-trick yeah so hopefully that doesn't happen again although like they should be up for the game because you know last time we played them 
Have we played them in the Aviva, is it? Yeah, we have, yeah. Yeah, so if we're playing them in the Aviva, we should be up for it. Hopefully, we get yeah. the job done. I think we lost 5 1 or something. Didn't we? Yeah. yeah. 1 0 up as well. Yeah. Uh, there was actually a warm up match. The Irish under 21s were playing the senior team, and the under 21s beat us 2 1. Yeah, Kevin Kevin Caban said that was standard, no? Zinedine Zidane, uh, Kilban. Yeah, so look, I watch the Irish games. I'm not overly excited about them. I'm not overly looking forward to them. It's Irish football. That's the way it is. Although they've been playing a bit better, man. They're a bit fairness, they have they have played slightly better, but it's just like the standard isn't as good. Yeah. Uh, and like, how much more so would you be if you had Declan Royce and Jack Grealish in midfield? You'd be oh, like, man. brilliant. We've like dropped the expectation, so therefore yeah. now we're like high, high achieve again. Because if we're like we're going to win the World Cup, <laughs> we're just going to be letting ourselves down. Definitely, yeah. Yeah, but then uh, also the Nations League semi-finals are on this week. Uh, this is what I'm more about. Yeah, exactly. Portugal are taking on Switzerland in the semi-final. That's on tomorrow, so that's on Wednesday. And then on Thursday, Holland take on England. That's, uh, both games are on at 7.45. That, like, Holland against England, that's going to be a quality game. Yeah. But Van Dijk has not been dribbled by in, in like 64 games in a row now, so I can't wait to see what he does against England. And then, uh, So who do you expect to win this, Ross? Uh, I like the Netherlands. And I like Portugal. Okay. And then the third and fourth place playoff is on Sunday at 2 o'clock. And then the final itself will be on at 7.45 on Sunday. So I'm expecting Portugal to take on Holland in the final. And then who wins it, Ross? Imagine Holland. Ronaldo against Holland. I think Memphis Depoy is going to do it. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, obviously we'll be back again next week to cover the show. And talk more transfers all that sort of crack and more uh, Ross the camera didn't turn off your dad made a guest appearance anything else to say before we sign off who knows what's going to ever happen on the Enerjoys show with the Enerjoys couches did who, your, did your dad ever at any stage. did your dad ever find the keys who knows I actually think he did <laughs> let us know in the comments don't forget to subscribe give us a like and as always stay energized. stay energized. <laughs>